When you visit a professor during their office hours, you're there to talk about the class or your grade. But have you ever just talked about their life, their journey? On Texas State's new podcast, Office Hours, listen to students like me chat with professors they've never met to dig deep into their lives, how they got to where they are today, and advice that lasts. You never know what you might learn from a simple conversation. So listen on Apple Music or Spotify. Episodes release every other Wednesday. Hi, y'all. My name is Giselle, and this is Try at Texas State. Today's episode is for the thrill seekers, those with an affinity for scary stories, ghouls, spirits, and just flat-out creepy encounters. We're diving into the stories and legendary spirits that have inhabited our campus for decades. We start in Old Maine. Imagine, you're by yourself, working late into the night for your midterms. It's quiet, you're alone, you're focused, but you feel something lingering, lurking, behind you. It's a lot cooler now. You look up from your papers, there's a window in front of you, and you can see yourself in the dark reflection. But you can also see a figure. Then you turn around, there's nothing there. Totally chill, right? It's like, whatever, yeah, whatever, I'm just delusional. Anyways, let's get into it. So this is Sarah Shield. Sarah, can you tell me what you do here at Texas State? Yeah, so I teach in the School of Journalism, Mass Communication, and the Digital and Digital Media Innovation Program. You work in Old Main, right? Yes, I work in Old Main. Is Old Main spooky for you? Old Main is spooky for, I think, everybody. <laughs> okay, so let's dive into this already. So tell me about your spooky experience. So I guess in undergrad, I didn't really have too much going on there, but you know, you hear the stories that like the RAs tell you whenever you're living in the dorm. And I actually lived in a learning community for the mass comm program. So everybody on our floor was in the mass comm program. And our RA, she was like telling us stories about how somebody in Old Main fell over the stairs and died and it was haunted. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I have classes in that building. It's kind of weird. I heard that too. Yeah. The whole building was like it was basically like an open concept situation and then they like built over it. Did you hear that story? I didn't hear that part. So like they say that Old Main used to be like a library at the top. So it was kind of like circular and you can look down and see the bottom floor. Oh, so wow. apparently like she like fell off. Yeah, that's what I yeah, heard was that's what I she heard fell over the stairs. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, in my undergrad, nothing really crazy happened. And I do remember being like, it's it just seems kind of creepy when you hear that, right? And you're like in the building and you're like, what part of this like where is she you know um and really it wasn't until I was in the grad program and me and one of my uh friends in class we were doing some kind of project together I think it was like a research project and we were both I think at the time we were both TAs and so we had access to some of the rooms and our grad classes are at night so they're like 6 30 to 9 20 usually sometimes they get out early and I remember we, after class, I was like, okay, let's work on the project. We'll go into one of the rooms we have access to. And I think it was like on the second floor, I think it was 232 or 201. And so I don't know if you know where that is, but it's yeah. like right next to the stairs. So like you peep your head around and the stairs are right there. So you can see above and below. And so we were just hanging out in there. And at this point, there's like no one in the building because it was really late. Like we still had access because we had the key cards and stuff. It's dark outside. There's no classes going on right now. Like all the classes have been let out. All the professors are gone. All the students are gone. And we're just like in there doing our little project. And then we hear this like aggressive running either up or down the stairs. Like, you know, you can hear when somebody's on the stairs in Old Main. Like they're so loud whenever you're stepping on them. 
Yeah, and so like you can hear when one person is there. And so it was like a very loud, aggressive running. And we were like, who who's in here right now? Like maybe it's another one of our friends in our class, like who's upstairs or downstairs. And so we peeped around and there was nobody there. And if you know, like you look out, you'll be able to see somebody above or below the stairs who's either going up or down. And so for us to not see a single person like right by the stairs where that noise was happening, we were just like, what the heck is going on? And so we literally looked at each other. We were like, let's just leave. (laughs) And so we literally packed up our stuff and didn't even finish what we were doing. We like got out of there. Like it was, we had like these like really intense chills. Like some, we both were just like, that was really weird. I'm Kevin Gilley. I'm the assistant to the Dean of the College of Fine Arts and Communication, not just MassCom, but the whole entire college. And I've been at the university. This is my 25th year. You're here today to tell me some ghost stories. And I know that it's about Old Main, which is also where I studied. So let's get into it. Tell me about your ghost story. So the first one occurred, um, I had been working an event one night and it was for um, a concert we had in Evans. And I did the setup for that for the the back of house service for the uh, artist. And then in breaking it down, I bring it all back to the office and get it cleaned up and all that and put away. And I was in my office and Old Main has these big, big, big old doors. And there's a a light, uh, a glass cutout um, above the door. And in the cutout, we decided to put over some masking to kind of shield it so you get the shadow but you don't get the direct people looking into your office so I was getting ready to leave and someone walked by the window and was going down the long part of the hallway towards the Dean's front door I was to the uh, west of the Dean's office at that point in time and opened the door and I was literally reaching for the door now when they walked by and I get out there and there's nobody there Oh, <laughs> nobody. I actually walked down because it was really late. And mm-hmm. I walked down to the dean's office because there's a little cutaway. And I looked there. There's nobody. No footsteps. No nothing. Just you could clearly see that it was an individual walking right by. And there was no one there. I walked all the way down to the men's room, looked, came back, locked my doors, locked old May. And that was the only incidents I had like that. Then we have these. The second incident occurred when we were in the hallway Um, And I was working with Liz McDonald, who was a co-worker. And Liz had also had seen a couple incidences uh, as well in her tenure there. She's now retired. But we're putting up these big poster boards in the display cabinets. And they have glass on them. And I had just finished polishing the glass. And someone walks by so close that I could feel them walk by. And I said, what do you think? And I turn around and there is absolutely nobody there. (laughs) But you could feel them brush by you, and there was nobody there. But there was clearly an image, and I thought it was Liz. She was still inside the office, not in the hallway with me. And so I went and I grabbed her, and I said, come out here, come out here. I said, something just walked by me. She said, I know what happens to me. It happens to me. And I said, really? She said, yes, I'll be sitting at my desk, and I'll feel somebody standing behind me. And she said, then I'll turn around and there's nobody there. She said, but I could feel them and I can smell them, what they smell like. Smell them? Yes. Did she describe the smell? She didn't at that point in time, but she said it was a interesting oaky cologne kind of smell, if Mm -hmm. I remember correctly. She said it was kind of an oaky smell. 
very heavy oak smell. And I was like, hmm, never had the smell. I've had the, the feeling of somebody walk by me, but clearly seeing that image in the glass walk by me, thinking it was her and it wasn't her. It was absolutely nobody there. It seems dark things are around every corner in Old Main, but those aren't the only spirits on campus. Let's saunter on down the steps, underneath the rustling trees, past the shadowy quad, to the admissions building, also known as the White House. There's an unseen entity that tends to disturb those who find themselves alone. My name is Holly Basaldua. I am the admin assistant for the vice president of university advancement. My first job here at the university was over at the admissions office at the White House. And um, I used to work as a data entry assistant. When you walk into the White House, um, you walk in and then to the left side is like this little sunroom area. And they used to have two desks there. And I used to be in one of those. So I started working here back in 2000. 2009. And when I first started here, well, there at admissions, um, I met the admin there and she was like, oh, let me tell you about our resident ghost. And um, I was like, um, it's the new girl thing. They're just trying to spook you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh-huh, okay, what's going on? And she's like, well, we have a ghost that lives here in the White House. And he sometimes creeps people out. He'll turn on computers. He'll move chairs. Um, you can hear him sometimes. And I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, right, whatever. I don't really believe in ghosts. I've had experiences, but there's something else. So time went on, and there was one time um, I used to ride into work with my mom, and she was going to pick me up that evening. So five o'clock came around, everybody left for the day, and I'm sitting there by myself in the sunroom. Now the sunroom faces the windows and my back faces the door. And so I'm sitting there and I'm still trying to do some work stuff. And I couldn't because I had this un uneasy feeling like somebody was watching me. And so I keep turning and I keep turning and um, there's no one there. And I'm like, um, it's just me, it's just my mind. So I packed up all my stuff. And when you walk into the, um, to the admissions office, there was desks one after the other. The admin sat in the first one and there was like three more desks behind her. That's where students sat, the student workers did. And I went and sat on one of the student desks. So I'm sitting there and I'm playing on my phone and I keep hearing, um, they had chandeliers up on the top and I keep hearing a little clinking sound. Clink, 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 clink. And so I'm like, what is that? And so I'm turning around looking and I look up and you can see the chandelier just like clink 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 and I was like is the a AC on and so I'm looking and then the other one does it and I'm like ah oh, someone must still be here so I'm like okay I'm gonna go up there and tell them hey I'm here so nobody will get freaked out so I go and I go around and I go upstairs and as I get to the first landing I notice everything's dark so I go I keep walking and I go all the way to the top and I'm like hello hello and nobody's answering me so I get to the very top and I look and I look down the hallway and it's dark I'm like mm -mm, no so I just pack up all my stuff and I run outside I lock the door and I sit down outside on the steps and you know a little bit later my ride comes so I get on my ride and we're going and as we're leaving I turn back and there's a light up 
on upstairs on the second floor. And you had turned them all off. They were off to begin with. When I got up to the top, it was dark. The hallway, it was dark. There was nothing there. And the light was on. So the next day, I tell Miss Joy, our admin, Joy, and I'm like, you're never going to believe it. And so I'm rattling the whole story off. And she's like, yeah, remember I told you, he turns on the lights. He likes to turn on lights. So that was so just, it was just creepy. Fun fact, the admissions resident ghost, his name is Gus, which stands for ghost upstairs. He may have run us out of the admissions building, but we're not done just yet. We still have one more legendary location to visit, Starry Hall, also known as Scary Starry. It's one of the oldest dorms on campus. So I am Emily Lore. When I was a student, I was Emily Trepanier. I was a pretty active student leader on campus. So I was in a lot of organizations. That's awesome. Um, and I was also uh, an orientation leader as well. So I used to actually give the midnight ghost tours <laughs> during yeah. orientation. I had experiences all over campus, not just in Starry. <laughs> um, the top two would be Starry and probably Derek Hall. So Sari Hall was my freshman year. Um, I lived on the first floor, but I had friends on all the different floors. Um, and pretty much the story behind it, a woman committed suicide in the showers on, I think the fourth floor of Starry. And so there's a lot of activity within the building. Um, a lot of people report seeing a girl walk down the hallway and disappear through doors that are closed. She's usually wearing a really long blue nightgown and has long either dark brown or black hair is the way that she's normally described. Um, on the fourth floor, showers will turn on by themselves. Sinks will turn on by themselves. Uh, there's one there's one toilet in the community bathroom on the fourth floor north side that is like in the corner against the wall and it will flush by itself and there's like no sensor to make it flush. And that stall always looks dark even though there's a light over it. Um, and so a lot of us, yeah, a lot of us wouldn't go to the bathroom like alone. We'd always like go together or we'd have like we called it like shower parties where we would all like fill the shower stalls at the same time and like shower at the same time so that like no one was alone. <laughs> but the spookiest experience that I specifically had was going up the, um, the stairwell on the northwest side and I was with a couple of friends and one of the lights in the hall was flickering. And one of my friends kind of jumped to tap it to make it stop flickering and they knocked the light cover off and there was no light bulb. What? <laughs> right? <laughs> so did you ever actually encounter that ghost that you told me about in Starry on the fourth floor or did you just hear about it? No, we encountered it. Like we would see it. We would see it like walk down hallways like you would it would look like just somebody that was living there would like walk down a hallway and you would think it was somebody but then they'd walk through a door that was closed several of my friends and i also had um, a reoccurring dream where she would walk into our room make eye contact with us say nothing and then turn around and walk back out and we all had this dream over and over and over again while we were living in starry 
And we didn't know that we were all having it until like a year later when we started talking about it. And it was like, yeah, I had this weird dream. It was like, you had that dream, I had that dream too. And we all had it like several times. So <laughs> yeah, it was just oh super weird. God. Unseen figures, sounds in the night, a reoccurring nightmare that sends shivers down your spine. Next time you wander through the halls of Texas State, keep an eye out, watch your back, and pray the roaming spirits find another innocent bobcat to terrify. Thank you to Sarah, Kevin, Holly, and Emily for sharing your stories with me. And thank you for listening to this episode of Try at Texas State. Make sure to tune in next time to learn more about something else you can try on campus at Texas State. And also, remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at TXST. This podcast is a production of the Division of Marketing and Communications at Texas State University. Podcasts appearing on the Texas State University Network represent the views of the hosts and guests, not of Texas State University. Again, I'm your host, Giselle Kowalski. And I'll see you next time.